0: Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 110. Really appreciate the folks at FXR Racing. PulpMX30 is the code to save with FXR Racing. And uh, go on there, check out their gear. Uh, Chris Blows, Jerry Robin, Starling, Phil all wear FXR racing and many other guys too. It's really good stuff. looks really looks really good as well. Uh, Pumblex thirty is the code to save with uh, Race Tech or with FXR, I should say. Uh, speaking of Race Tech, the uh, FXR Honda team, uh, Chaparral there, they use Race Tech for their suspension and motor mods. Uh, again, Chris, zombie Chris blos using Race Tech. Malcolm Stewart won Montreal with Race Tech suspension a few years ago, so they know what they're doing. They've been around forever. You know their name. And uh, it's Racetech.com. Pulp19 is the code to save with those guys. I want to thank Namira as well. They're industry-leading top-end repair kits. Offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that'll keep you riding every weekend. Namira.com. Firepower, they're making oil now. Uh, Firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. Chains, of course. Uh, Great chains and used by some of the riders in the pits. Uh, Ben LeMay used a Firepower battery and chain all last year. GDR Honda using Firepower batteries to win championships. So please check them out. Firepowerparts.com. And Maxis.com, AJ Cantonzaro, Alex Ray, using Maxis out there, MXSTs. Thanks to those companies as well for coming on board this, and especially to FXR Racing and Racetech as well. So this week a chat with Dusty Pipes, uh, team owner now, no longer a racer, interesting guy, uh, HEP Suzuki out there. I wanted to find out what happened to A. -A Ray, why did they hire Max Anstey, when's 72's coming back? and much more uh, in regards to his team. So really interesting conversation with uh, Dustin, and uh, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you people listening and supporting the uh, sponsors for this Privateer Island Life podcast. All right, away we go. All right, everybody, as promised, on the Racetech FXR Privateer Island Life podcast number 110, uh, different from a rider this week. Uh, it's actually a team owner and uh looking forward to talking to this man about uh the season that's going on and starting a team and and all of that it's uh, dustin pipes what's up dustin how are you man
1: hey hey what's going on steve i'm uh doing good just uh getting ready for this weekend uh ready to get going
0: thanks for doing this appreciate it so you're in year three correct of of a team yes um And welcome to Team uh, Ownership, Dustin. You and your dad, obviously, uh, running this rig, running this team across the country. You've lost Seven Deuce Deuce, and you've lost Max Enstie. Uh So yeah, gr- uh, frustrating times, I guess, a little bit with, when it comes to that, huh? Uh,
1: yeah, I think uh, I think we're trying to make a little bit of a jump this year with Max, and unfortunately, it's you know getting put on hold until. Probably, you know, a couple more months, so that's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, Lost a little bit of wind out of our sails there, but, um, you know, we still got Kyle and then Ryan, and uh, Adam should be back this weekend, so hopefully, you know, we get a little bit more punch.
0: I thought Adam was going to miss a couple of weeks, so yeah, back this weekend.
1: Yes. Um, I mean, if it doesn't go good at press, I guess we'll probably hold him out another week or so, but he seems like he wants to give it a go, so... Um, I think that's the plan.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about Brees for a little bit. Uh, Ryan Brees is back, uh, from Germany this weekend. You picked him up for Anaheim, very little time on the bike. What did you see in him that made you select him to fill Max's seat for Supercross? Is it a full-time ride for the rest of Supercross as well? And, uh, give us a little bit of intel on that.
1: Yeah. So, um, Ryan's ride will be for the full, for the full season. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, when Max does come back, then we'll carry four, four guys, which will be, uh, probably a lot of people. (laughs) So, um, um, jumping back to, uh, Ryan, though, he, uh, he raced with our guys a lot last year when he was on the Yamaha, Mm -hmm. um, by the end of the season, I think he was battling a little bit with Kyle and that was not something that we, um, expected to see. So he kind of jumped off the page there, um, in terms of picking him up to fill in and stuff. Ryan, um, you know, he came and introduced himself to me at monster cup and he brought a resume and all this stuff and said that he wanted, you know, to fill in, if there's a chance, you know, he's not on the team. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just, um, it was just a really, really cool thing for him to do, to bring a, to bring that to a pro race. And, you know, everybody there, we all, we all met him there and we were like, if there's something that happens we're going to go Ryan's route and unfortunately you know we had to cuz we 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 would love to be with Max but now working with Ryan he uh he really uh really tries his ass off and um we're going to do the same for him
0: yeah no he was uh impressive last year for the Cycle Trader team at Times he yep. uh i think he needed some fitness but uh, hopefully he's been working mm-hmm. a bit on that and he said he had 2 days on the bike before A1 so Look, the uh, you know he you got to give the guy a little bit of time here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think a little bit, you know, getting used to the bike will help him a little bit. I know we tested with him yesterday and today to have him a little bit more comfortable on it, so that should help for this weekend. But you know, I think also in the back of his mind was probably going back and winning that title in Germany. Um, which it would be on the back of my mind too, if I was in his shoes. So, um, I think he, you know, he might've been playing it a little bit safe, which, you know, that understandable.
0: Yeah. Understandable. Yeah.
1: Totally. Totally. I know he, uh, if he wouldn't have won it, he probably would have lost a chunk of change. So, and we don't want that for him. Um, so, um, yeah, I think he's going to be a lot better here. I'm not sure about how this weekend will go. I think it's going to be another build. Build week, but uh, I think he can come out swinging next weekend.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, uh, so the Ansty thing. This is a big signing for you guys. A big deal. Um, you know, obviously Max yeah. won a GP. I don't know if he won last year. He won the year before. He raced Supercross before. You, mm-hmm. at some point, he's riding a Star Yamaha. He aggravated an old injury. Um, how pissed are you about this? And I get pissed. It might be a wrong word, pipes, but. How uh upsetting is this a little bit like did you know about the old injury did he was he was he supposed to ride a star bike like how did that all kinda come together? I have so many questions, Dustin
1: man. <laughs> um Um. <laughs> geez I, I i i think that's something that we have to disclose a lot less info than needs to be okay um but uh yeah so obviously we weren't very ha- happy with the star bike but he wasn't under contract or stuff like sure, that okay. so yeah there's really nothing we can do there and star is a great team so we kind of um you know that is what it is um in terms of the injury um we knew he kind of messed something up or sprained his ankle, but he got it checked out. and mm-hmm. We also got it checked out when we were here. So everything was a go. Um, and then he was writing for about a month and it wasn't getting better, wasn't getting better. So we were finally like, you know, let's let's go get it checked out one more time. And that's when we found out the news. So um, and it's an old it injury. Was,
0: a, was it an old injury? I understand. Or was that not something uh, that he said? correct
1: <laughs> um well it was kind of an old injury okay. i think it happened at the start at the start at the star ride
0: oh and okay. then it
1: got progressively worse got it got it so
0: well bummer for you guys because that i mean you know that was your marquee signing that was the guy um
1: yeah yeah how, we definitely no go go ahead sorry
0: how do you look at supercross before then what'd you think you had been your way years excuse me how did he look at supercross before then
1: Oh, he's really, really good. Yeah? Um, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's good. Um, he's he's very smooth. He's very technical. Mm-hmm. Can ride the whoops. He doesn't look like your standard Euro. He does not look <laughs> out of place at all. Right. You know, you, you know when they kind of come over, except for the French, you know, the French kind of got yeah. it down. But they yeah. just, they don't look very technical. They're fast, but they don't look like they're comfortable. Right. And uh, Max was very comfortable from day one on the bike um he so we tested with him the week our the day after monster cup mm-hmm. um and he jumped on the bike we did the the bars and the little and the levers and uh he rode around the track looked at it jumped on the track and jumped every triple every jump the first lap
0: <laughs> so nice. yeah, yeah he, he, he's
1: yeah he's kind of a badass um i think he'll be he would have been really good this year um it definitely would have taken some time to build, mm-hmm. but I, I, I wouldn't have seen a reason why he wouldn't be a top 10 guy. Yep. So, um, which is big for us.
0: So. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, wrap them in some bubble wrap for outdoors pipes. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's the move. Cause I think, <laughs> yeah, I think no, he can be a top plan. five guy, maybe a podium guy outdoors, you know? So Yeah.
1: Right. Which would be huge for us too. Yeah. So, yep. uh, you know, we're going to do the outdoors our first time this year. And um, it's a pretty big, Pretty big or pretty mm-hmm. big order, excuse me. Yeah. And uh we wouldn't have done it unless we had a really good horse. So him and Kyle, I think both can do very well in it.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um man, uh Cunningham, you saw how you picked up Kyle Cunningham this year. He he's like the guy you you, you don't have anymore, Chiz. He's a lot like Chiz. He's solid, he gets it done. That A one collapse in the last lap in the L C Q was very unlike him. Um, but then mm-hmm. again, you know, this past weekend in St. Louis, he he goes and tracks down uh, uh, Chad Reed and gets by him. Like I, him and he's underrated, man. He's he's pretty good rider. Uh, yes, he's a bit squirrely at times, but I I think he uh, he gets it done.
1: Yeah, I think one thing you can take take from Kyle is, is he's going to try no matter where he's at on the track. He's going to try his ass off, and he will leave it all out on the track. Yep, and uh, that's something you know. That I always, you know, thought thought a lot of when we worked with him a couple years ago. So um, I think, you know, now as kind of our lead dog, um, I think he works well. Mm-hmm. Um, his lap times are good this past week. Obviously, sixteenth uh, was a step up from round one, but it's yeah. not where we want to be. When you look back at the times, he is the same as uh, Freeze and Bogle right in front of him. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think if he can keep on – if if he can match that throughout the year, I think we'll be in a good place.
0: Right. How pissed were you at A1? I mean, look, uh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle loses it in the LCQ. Seven Deuce Deuce, uh, not himself, coming in injured. Uh, Brees, obviously you don't expect much. He did pull a start, but, you know, he didn't make it either. Like, dude, it's Anaheim 1, you know, it's a brand-new race, and you're watching the, uh, the main events. That's got to be like I, – I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, that's got to be just a kick in the balls.
1: It was definitely very tough. I think practice was tough, too, because we all all qualified in the
0: 30s. Right, right. Um, So so that, I was
1: like, holy hell. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the radios were pretty (laughs) silent except for me bitching.
0: Right, right. So
1: that wasn't good. And then I didn't know Adam was as hurt as he was. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why is he even out here right now? Because he's doing one lap. So, um, yeah. Anaheim 1 was stressful.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: Um, unfortunately, we had a problem with Kyle's bike. We didn't get under control until uh, Heat 1, and it threw him way off. Oh, did so, it?
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a tough deal because we run a little different part, and um, it didn't get measured right, so we didn't have that part on. So we were chasing our tail with his chassis the whole time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So he was uncom. he wasn't riding like himself and stuff and yeah. we didn't get it fixed until uh going into going into the night show. So at that point he was already all off the suspension was changed right. to to you know. So it was just a all, all around bad uh bad uh deal.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Well, Anaheim 2 this weekend uh, should go better for you guys for sure. Um What's been what's been look, you're a former racer, you race supercross for a long time. Um, you've been in the pits, you know the drill, you know all the people that I know and everything. What's been the biggest uh eye opener for you as manager slash owner of this team? Like what what was something that you didn't think about and you've had to deal with more than you would have liked to?
1: Um, I think um managing people's um people's um expectations on being on being able to get them tickets like <laughs> two hours before the race when i'm supposed to be doing something else yeah that's always a struggle so it's like ah oh, fuck should i answer this call or not right now because right. i know what it's gonna be yep so that's that's probably the part that i struggle with the most because i want to do it for everybody yep. and sometimes i have to go no and that and that and that kind of sucks but Other than that, it's a pretty good gig, and uh, you know I love to race dirt bikes, and I'm just in a different role
0: now. Yeah, and
1: I get to do it with guys that are way better than me, so that's also pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Uh, and I'm guessing you know a lot of you a lot of times you're talking the riders off the ledges, right? And you're trying to solve things and make things right, and all of that, you know.
1: Um, Yeah, I think uh, I think this year I'm trying to pull a little bit back on that, okay, um, and have Clark Clark Jones handle more of that, okay um and maybe more on the sponsorship side and stuff like that um so i think we're going in a little bit of a transition this year oh, to where okay. i kind of pull back the reins a little bit and clark takes over a little bit more on that ah, side so okay uh we're going through an adjustment period because i still like to stick my nose in there but um yeah
0: Okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, well, that's yeah. one of my questions for you was well, you got Clark Jones involved in the team. He's a big part of the o suspension. You guys run, he's, he's done it all in the, in the industry. Of course, he owned no lean Yamaha for all those years for people yep. who didn't know. And Larry Ward runner up in uh, Supercross one year and all of that Kyle Lewis, Larry Brooks, what's it been like to pick the brain of Clark Jones and, and work with him?
1: Well, I think, you know, the good thing about Clark is, you know, he's been there before. So when say I'm trying to deal with something, maybe a sponsorship thing or something like that, I can go to Clark and say, "How would you handle this? Or why'd you handle this like this back yep. in the day?" Yep. And he's just he's just a wealth of knowledge, um, bike wise and team owner wise. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's taken over a lot of the development on the motor and the and the uh, forks and shocks and. Uh, I think we're a lot better for that. Yep. Um, we're getting good starts now. It was really hard for us to come by good starts last year. So I think it shows in the overall pro pro progression of the bike. And, um, one, one thing I also take from Clark is he's always very calm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm always, sometimes I get a little <laughs> hectic. I'm like, I got five things to do right now. So I need to check them off as quick as possible. And, it's easy to look at him and, you know. Yeah. He's calm and he just gets it done. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's analytical, uh, isn't he? He's very analytical. He Barry. seems that way. Yeah. Barry. Yeah. He
1: is very. Yep. Um Didn't you didn't you work for the no for the no Lean
0: team? I did in 99, but he was gone by then. Uh he had sold it. it. Yeah, he had sold it to the Russell uh, Steve Russell and uh, I think he took his mountain bike money, mountain bike suspension money and took off. So. Good for him. <laughs> um, no, that's interesting for sure. So he's so he's more of a crew chief then for you mechanics and performance of the motorcycle this year.
1: Yes. Yeah. Most definitely.
0: Oh, that's good. That's interesting. Um, what's frustrating about you know having the team and you and your dad working and I don't know if it's your dad yelling at you for the riders or, or what it is that's frustrating. But like, what's been what's been frustrating for you as far as uh, getting up and going?
1: Um. I don't know. I, I I think it's you know, it's me, and my dad, Billy and George, so there's multiple people, ain't mm-hmm. it? Um frustrating I think is just, you know, trying to get everything concrete and done. Um, you know, everybody's always waiting to press go and sometimes you just need yeah. to make a decision no matter if it's the right or wrong way. So hmm. sometimes that gets a little frustrating.
0: Well, Suzuki was one of them. Uh, turbulent off-season for the guys at Suzuki. We know the JGR story and everything else. You're involved. You ride Suzuki's. They had their program up in the air for a long time, and there were a lot of riders associated with your team. And you know, you probably mm-hmm. lost out on some guys because you couldn't get them an answer on what kind of OEM support you were getting. Uh, that had to have been a massive ball up for you and your program.
1: Um, yeah, I think it was a yeah, it was a little bit. Um, I don't think we knew it how big of a deal it was until it, you know, hit us in the face, you know, leading up to the series. But, you know, in terms of, you know, them, we pretty much had it ironed out what we were doing um, a long time before the season. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of getting the bikes and getting the parts so we could say go. But we really had an idea on what we are getting and what we were doing way before then. So um, it was just having everything, you know, press go.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. So you were you were trying to be like, hey, this is what we think we're gonna do, blah blah blah. Hopefully it works mm-hmm. out.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. You can ask Chris about that.
0: How How sure of you were you that it was gonna happen of Suzuki, with Suzuki and everything?
1: Um, Chris told me it was gonna happen the whole time. So okay. we were right. pretty. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you're pretty yeah. pretty pretty dialed in that way um yeah. suzuki, suzuki gets a bad rap for sure amongst the uh the other bikes obviously no no uh, electric start and you know but the as as we've said it over and over um it can be made to be as good as anything it's uh it probably does need electric start let's face it you know as far as yeah. crashing and everything else but uh it's a good solid chassis good solid platform um you feel like sometimes you gotta walk around and explain this to people
1: um Maybe not people in the pits, but maybe, maybe, you know, you know, people outside, you know, I think you have to um, explain that to some, sometimes, which, you know, sucks. It's always, you know, back to you got to kick the bike. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I think it's a really good bike. It's a really good platform. Yep. Um, they haven't strayed that far away from when they were winning with James and winning with Ken. And I think that speaks to something. Yep. Um, they definitely got a history. And the thing that, you know, I will say it's, you know, they've always gone racing. Suzuki's always gone racing. Mm -hmm. So when all this talk was going on that they were going to close doors and do all this, if you look at the history, you know, that's never been an option. So I think, uh, I think it was a little bit blown out of proportion personally, but you know, things, things like that happen.
0: Yeah, no, it does. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we, you know, we were kind of a lot of it was JGR. We were waiting and waiting to see what JGR was gonna do mm-hmm. and they were trying to hire riders and you know, so we kinda of assumed that you guys were in the same boat a little bit with that, you know? So
1: Yeah, no, I I mean I think we were. We were waiting on them to press go so we could press go. Honestly, was right. you know so it was a little bit of the same.
0: FXR racing, race tech suspension, privateer island life with Dustin Pipes. Thank you to Firepower, Maxis and Namira all on board with us and the mirror technologies, all on board with us for this show as well, so uh, really thank those guys of course for for making it happen and FXR Racing, Pulp MX30 is the code to save with them, Uh, Filthy Phil winning a championship with FXR Racing of course this year, Uh, also thanks to Racetech Pulp19 is a code to save with Racetech uh, suspension and motors, get get a discount and uh, get your bike running a little better, so um, what about the outdoors, the decision to go outdoors, I was surprised by this I know, you know, you and I talked a little bit in the off season and you know, I knew you were looking at Anstey and I wasn't stoked on a supercross potential, and then and then it was explained that to me by you that you're going outdoors, and obviously Max is going to be much better there. But then I'm doing the math with the expenses for a private team like yourself to go outdoors, and I'm wondering what what came into this, what what happened.
1: Uh, well, the expenses don't really add up right. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, that's going to be a struggle. But I think for us, you know we look to max and we look to go out outdoors so we can take the next step and something with the manufacturer that they wanted to see for us you know going into the future would be to also go outdoors so um for us um it only made sense to do that if we had the right guy and we felt like max was the right guy so um yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. Uh, hopefully in the long run, I think it'll pay off.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. And, right. yeah. um,
1: you know, as we grow this team and, you know, hopefully there does become a point where we can make some money off this, like Boris right. and Mitch and all those guys. Yep. Um, I think this is the right move to make going into the future. Um, doesn't pencil out now, but I think it will.
0: Right. Yeah, it's a little bit of a leap of faith then, I guess you'd, you'd say, right?
1: Yeah, 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 I think it is. But I think Max is the right guy for it. Um, we work really, really well together and uh, he has a ton of potential. And, you know, I think if you were looking, if you're looking at our team, we probably wouldn't be in a position to hire a race winning guy um, Oh, you know, right. Or- over here there's mm-hmm. kenny marvin cooper and maybe one other guy you know yeah and we just wouldn't have been able to do that but we had the chance to do that with max so we needed to jump on that and uh t- he has a t- a ton of potential a ton of talent yeah and uh he's a race winner so that's something we needed to jump on
0: no for sure we've seen the european series and we've seen how things go with these nations these guys are fast man they, they know what they're doing and uh and you think about sand tracks like ww or southwick and Max has beaten the very best in the world in San, sand, you know? So, um, yeah. can we talk about A-Ray for a little bit?
1: Yeah, no, that's fine.
0: <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> you knew that was coming.
1: Yeah. You, you uh, listen, I, what? I absolutely miss that guy. It sucks. I've just seen him every week. You ha- that guy.
0: You had him on your team <laughs> last year. We, we, he's a fan favorite. Uh, he's a good dude. Yeah. He tries hard. He goes through a lot of parts. Now, I will say that in the negative category. But, um why didn't you keep him? Why didn't you, I thought he did well for you guys. Not stellar, not amazing. I thought he did well for you guys, uh, and honestly, I don't see a whole lot of difference between Chiz, A. Ray, and Kyle Cunningham. And no, no slam against Cunningham. So, what were some of the decisions publicly, or whatever you want to say, to let Chiz and A. Ray go, and more so A. Ray? I'm thinking, but um, what were some of that some of that thought?
1: Um, well,
0: and was it the fact that he went through too many parts?
1: <laughs> no it was not he, he didn't actually go through that many. okay parts, all right. honestly. he was pretty good and you know alex try, tries his ass off and leading up shoot until monster cup or a week before monster cup the plan was to resign alex and i actually went there with something for him to that race and something just something happened there that changed and uh-huh. i think alex knows what it was and that's the only reason that Alex isn't on the team. I think I went up to bat for Alex a ton of times and uh, it sucks that he's not on the team, but we absolutely love the guy and Mm -hmm. I'll cheer and I'll cheer for him the rest of my life. So there, I mean, there's one guy that said no and that was the guy I listened to. So that's it. And it wasn't someone that's, you know, Making the decisions at the team, so right,
0: right, right. We'll um, just leave it there. <laughs> and uh, and Chiz, what uh, what? Talk about his year for you last year. He's like I said with Cunningham. He's he's just he's not flashy. Uh, he mm-hmm. gets it done though. I mean, we we were going to do this championship belt and give it to the three guys on the team, whoever beat who, and it just it just didn't work <laughs> out because Chiz beat everybody yeah. every weekend, so it didn't really yeah. work out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Kyle's a definite pro. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. Um he's there week in and week out. He rode through some he rode through uh I think a hurt shoulder and a hurt wrist. He mm-hmm. had a really bad wreck in D D Detroit as well. Um he's an absolute pro and an offer was made to Kyle, but he has a couple other outside sponsors that conflict with ours. Yeah. Um and that's the only reason it didn't work out. Right. So um we think the world of him as as well and he actually I think looking into last year, we wanted to get Kyle because he has been on really good teams before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're constantly trying to get to the next step and the next level. And I think Kyle showed us the light to that in many ways in terms of yep. bike setup and stuff like that. So yeah. I think he was a necessary step for us to continue to build this team.
0: What's the what's the discussion with you, your dad, Billy, George, anybody involved? Like you have a company offering you money. Money is important, of course, for to to, for a team like yours to be running. But mm-hmm. but you may not want to run the product, or you may not. The product may not be the best that it can be, or whatever. And this this goes. I mean, I'm just interested in picking your brain because this is this is for teams mm-hmm. across the pits. This isn't just your team or anybody in specific. This is just. A team owner's dilemma, isn't it? What do you do? What? what how much do you <laughs> do? You look at that and, and say yes or no or whatever.
1: Well, I guess you see if the check can offset the per <laughs> per performance, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I right. think that's yeah. You know, yeah, I think that's the best answer. For us, we 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 really haven't been hit with that this year, or, or like last year. So, yep. um, I guess you got to look at the size of the check.
0: Yeah. Um, it's such a yeah. such a big deal like such a dilemma right like and and mm-hmm. you know we we know in the pits what works and what doesn't and what what people just mm-hmm. put stickers on and they don't actually use mm-hmm. the product or whatever so mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it costs a lot of money to go racing so some teams got it you got to do it
1: yeah no most definitely um and you're providing something to them too as well you know you're you're getting their brand out there so i think mm-hmm. it's you know it goes both ways so right um yeah i think for people in that spot you just got to I I don't know I think so for like me when I was when I pitched the team and stuff this year I think the yep. main thing is results are key um, especially with the big companies yeah, yeah the ones with you know a lot of money that can spend they want to see you win they want to see you get on the podium yep um, so if you're putting something in your bike that isn't of the caliber of a of a of a championship winning team. I think you're already putting yourself back. So yep. um, I think you got to weigh that, really. Um, and that's something that we really haven't had to do this year.
0: Uh, Nomura Technologies, are industry-leading top-end <clears throat> repair kits, offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend, no matter the budget, from factory Honda to HEP to a privateer in the truck, the professional race shops to privateer garages. Nomura has you and your wallet covered. They offer a full line of cast and forged pistons for every MX application you can think of, two and four-stroke as well. Visit your local dealer for more information about these innovative kits as well as other product lines or visit them at the web at Namira.com. I want to thank the folks at Firepower as well. With over 50 years of experience in the industry, Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. Firepower offers chains made in Japan, featherweight lithium batteries, and oil. To stand the test of any power sports vehicle, the all-new Firepower motor oil was built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer and is of the highest quality. Firepower offers standard mineral oil all the way to ester-fortified full synthetic racing oil blended in the USA. Firepowerparts.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on. Um, hey, something I kind of gathered from some guys on your team. You're making them – you're not making them, but you're asking them, or they are, being you're, – you're outside of Fresno, right? In California? Somewhere? Yeah. Um, you have a track there team is based out of there guys are up mm-hmm. there right like they're spending time up there that's that's where these riders are going like we know in the past Chiz is florida a race socal and the nap mm-hmm. is is the the big city of uh, lompoc these are these guys mm-hmm. were based but more so this year your guys are up at the at the team headquarters
1: well um yeah i think just because we're able to prep the test track and you
0: know,
1: Uh work on the bikes day in and day out and we can actually, you know, have a hand in what goes on. Um, they're not forced to stay there by any means, but you know, for a while, there really wasn't a track down South. There wasn't a milestone. There wasn't a Suzuki test track. Yeah, Um, So we were really like the only place that they can consistently ride and get their bike work done and get their gym work done. So it just made sense for them to be where we were at. So we rented a house and Made sure the tracks were prepped and stuff like that. So sweet, uh, yeah. That's I think it deal. was more, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's cool to me. Um, I I still get to go to the test track and stuff and watch, you know, watch how things are going, and I think that's pretty cool. So right. Um, as long as they have a place to ride and they can get their work done, we'll we'll make sure to provide that for them.
0: Track is like legit, like full, full deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, so. Um. Well, hey, look, milestones closed down. I know one just opened up. The one in Hemet mm-hmm. doesn't look very good, if I may be blunt. Uh, Suzuki doesn't have a track. Maybe, maybe pipes a new source of revenue for you is getting privateers to come up there, ride your track, and rent them rent them a room as well. Because uh, the guys down here are in SoCal are struggling.
1: Yeah, I don't think I want to be in that business. <laughs> Just being
0: honest. Yeah, yeah really, right? Um, yeah. Well, hey, and listen, if I'm a rider and you're talking to me about signing, um, that's a that's a thing I got to think about. I can ride for free. At this headquarters and test and everything else, you know. So,
1: yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a plus. Um, I don't know how many guys definitely want to be stationed where we're at, but right. Um, as 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 long as they want to test and get the work done, we will provide it all to them. So you,
0: you fly uh, out of Fresno? Is that what you did every year, every every weekend, for when you raced?
1: Uh, no, it's not. It kind of depends. We we go Fresno, we go uh, San Jose, Sac sack as 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 well um though yeah those are like two hour drives for us um fresno we flew out of last year and i are out of last week and uh it just kind of depends on the price it's such a small place to fly out of and especially when you're flying you know eight to ten people it can get a little pricey so we got to search it sometimes
0: so you got two hour drive to sacramento (laughs) or san jose jeez
1: yep that's rough
0: that's rough rough. but yeah yeah it is what it is um, Hey, Olin stuff that, that we mentioned that Clark works on and, and you guys did mm-hmm. deal with them. Uh, why, why'd you do that? Uh, we obviously know Olin's is a world-class suspension company across the, the range, but of course, Suzuki stuff is pretty damn good as well. Production stuff. Mm-hmm. So why'd you do it? And what's been the benefit to being with Olin's?
1: Um, I think the benefit is for us that, you know, we are their main team and, um, you know, so a lot of the, uh, technical stuff has to be ran through us okay. so we have a kind of a say in what happens and kind of the direction that things are going and um you know oh 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 leans has worked with suzuki on the road race side for a for a ton of years now and um so that kind of brought on us running their stuff um and just we saw the support that they gave them there on that side and we thought that it'd be good to bring that to moto um, we were really, I think we had to do a lot of testing last year with it.
0: Uh huh. And,
1: um, you know, they weren't really adverse to SX stuff. Um, you know, in the, um, uh, outdoors, I think the stuff would have worked really, really good, but right. we needed some work, you know, on the, um, uh, indoor series. And, uh, I think Clark brought a lot of that to us. Um, so, um, yeah i think we're set up good with them now we're their main team and um you know they give us a ton of support um whatever we need they're there to talk through and try and figure out and i think we've come leaps and bounds with them and i think our stuff is on par with the uh rest of the paddocks
0: right and you're getting good feedback about the stuff from from everybody on the team
1: for sure i think it takes a little bit of a transition um, because they are different. Forks I've heard and different that. Shocks.
0: Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it works well from other people. Like Red Dog I even tested for them early years mm-hmm. ago, and uh, mm-hmm. I heard it works well. But it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling. So yeah,
1: Yep. Yeah. no, it, it is. I guess the shock is a little bit different to feel, but okay. you got to sort sort that out. It takes a week or two, but yeah. once you can get through that that transition, it's it's uh, pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah, that's cool. Hey, what about? Look, we know it wasn't. There's not many teams in the pits these days. More and more, it seems like they're going away. And and everybody was kind of set this year. Like even Motor Concepts had their lineup set early. They were in. Mm-hmm. How many guys pipes did you have to tell them? Sorry, no. Like how many calls, texts, resumes were you getting in this off season?
1: Um, I don't. You know what's funny is it's kind of a little bit off base, but I was thinking about this the other day. Is uh somebody's agent called me for a ride this year. And the guy literally, I picked him two weeks in a row or not two weeks, but one week and then a week off. And then the next week I picked him in fantasy and outdoors (laughs) and he did shitty both weeks. And I was like, man, I don't even want to have him test the bike. And it was (laughs) so bad. I had to stop playing the game.
0: Uh, Oh dude. (laughs) I swear.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, so there, there definitely were a couple, but uh, yeah. So I
0: mean, anyway, short yeah.
1: story. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't play Pulp, Mix, Fantasy anymore well, because that, of that. Well, that sucks. Uh. So yeah, this this, this
0: interview <laughs> is over. So
1: shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just dude. I mean, there there had to have been some good guys or friends of yours that you're just like, dude, I got no room. You have your pick of guys that need rides, and, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good posi- that's a good spot for us to be in, and one that we want to be in in the future. Um, but we would definitely like to wrap things up a lot sooner. Yeah, um, not heading into November. So,
0: and especially you being a racer, like some of these guys, mm-hmm. you know, you you've been in their shoes, and you're just like, hey man, I I don't have a spot for you. I have nothing for you. You're a good rider. You, yeah, you get in some main events, and yeah, can't can't, mm-hmm. can't do it. Mm-hmm. So that sucks.
1: Well, yeah, I think it's good to be straight straight up to him right so a lot of the guys are just like hey yeah you can be on the list but you're going to be behind these six guys you know what i mean yeah so so just so you know where you're at with what we want to do as a team right so it kind of shows them all right we're going to go where we're going to go a different direction so as long as you're straight up with them i don't think it's a big deal
0: right uh did i hear rumors uh or maybe you told me by the way whatever happened to my gig introducing your team pipes i forgot about that till right now did, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> um, uh, we talked briefly about that. So, you, uh, what about two fifty F's? Did was there? There was talk of that, right? Like I kind of heard through the grapevine. How close did you come to running a two fifty F program?
1: Uh, very, very close. I think, um, and it might be something we can do in the future. I'm not quite sure on that, um, but there definitely was some talk. Um, there were a couple guys that we wanted to do it with. Um, one of them is on another factory team right now and mm-hmm. the other one was max. So, um, yeah, um, there was definitely talk of us doing that and that's something we might do in the future.
0: Oh man. You thought want to talk about your costs going up pipes. <laughs> um, yeah. Alex Ray using his Maxis tires to get himself into the main event last week, but not for the HEP teams. Uh, Maxistires.com. Please check them out. MXST tires available and uh, developed by the king. Jeremy McGrath. Maxxis.com. Light truck tires, trailer tires, mountain bike tires. I have a set of mountain bike tires and love them. Uh, folks at Maxxis, I want to thank them, of course, for the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension. Privateer Island Life uh, number 110. It's it's weird, Pipes. Like I, This is a privateer show and we interview privateers mm-hmm. and... Like some teams get butthurt when you say they're privateers because you get bikes and parts from Suzuki, um, mm-hmm. you know. So are you privateers? I consider you are. Inteknap won the LCQ thing that we did last year, so I don't know. You're privateers to me.
1: Yeah, well, let's uh, let's try and make that jump to where we can't be on this podcast right? anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So
1: I think I think that's our plan. And we don't want Adam to win that thing Award anymore. <laughs> well, Although it was a lot of money, and I don't blame him. So. Uh, no, Yo, know,
0: Pipes, if that was know. hey, if that was you when you were racing. You were taking dives every week. <laughs>
1: oh, for sure, not a problem. <laughs>
0: uh, um, well, hey, listen, JGR Suzuki deals is up at the end of this year, according to people I talk to. So who knows? Who knows what the future I have, holds?
1: I have no idea about that. <laughs> um, we work well with no, for reals. We 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 uh, work very very well with them and right. She, Jay Bones done, ton, done a, a ton for us. Yeah. Dean helped us with some stuff at the first round. Those guys are awesome. So yeah. whatever the future holds for them, right. we're going to support them too.
0: Um, you, inter- you mentioned about you know hopefully one day maybe turning a profit a- on the team, and and that's something that's a touchy situation in our sport because you know mm-hmm. uh, people don't want to talk about that, and we know the race. I mean, you know, Mike Genova sat in my studio. You know, six months ago, and said he he spends a million dollars a year out of his pocket to go racing. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. he doesn't have. Mike seems to you know turn down some sponsors in, in you know to, to have Smart Top as one of one of the guys you know, which is his own company, mm-hmm. and that's a all accounting uh, and stuff that you could do. But but as you said, like Forrest Butler, that's his main source of income is the team. Uh, Mitch Payton, I am sure, makes money on his team. The Geico guys, I would bet. Ryan Dungey's not buying into Geico to give away money. Mm-hmm. There's got to be you know mm-hmm. money involved there to make for Ryan Dungey to be involved. So I guess without showing us your books, Pipes, like how <laughs> how close can you do it to, to pull some money out and, and make a living?
1: Um, I think you can do it. Um, I think the first two years we were definitely in the red. Mm-hmm. We might be in the red a little bit this year, but not as much as years before. Um, we're definitely paying off that debt from the first two years. So yep, yep. things are starting to turn green, but I think with any new business, I think, you know, you're going to expect it to probably lose some money the first couple of years, right. Yeah. Um, before you're growing and stuff like that. So I think, you know, in terms of real life stuff, I think it's right on par with the rest of the businesses. Yeah. It's just, this is more in the limelight and it's at a bigger level. So, um, yeah, that's the only thing that I think about it. Um, I think we're close to being able to turn a profit, but we right. need to hit a couple goals first. And sure. I think for us too, um, man, we're still growing, so we're not really at the point where we can pull mm-hmm. even anything out. So until we get to that point, nothing's going to get pulled out because we still need to grow and we yep. need to get better and reach certain levels. So we're not we're not there by uh, any means. So. Um. Once we get there, then we'll probably talk about um, you know, turn, you know, making a profit.
0: It's like anything, and also, like you said, you want to invest in yourself. You know, I just I just, right. just dump seven thousand dollars into this video equipment into Pulpamex show. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm just trying to grow mm-hmm. and make it better, and hopefully down the road I can get some some money back on it. You know, so yeah, it's like any business, right? Like you said,
1: most definitely, most definitely.
0: Um, George Holland, national champion, uh, kind of a silent partner in the team um he, he's silent anyways i did a podcast with him he barely spoke um he's an he's an all-timer though like under he's an all-time underrated motocrosser in the in the in the history of the sport but how much does he have to do with anything i mean do, do, does george you know i don't even know if he goes to the races pipes like what What like it's weird a little bit
1: george george goes to certain races and he'll be in the box
0: okay so All right.
1: that's, yeah. that's pretty much that's pretty much what he does at the races uh obviously george has been very very successful in you know life after racing yeah um so he has a pretty big business to do uh so he doesn't dabble in it too much but you know he knows we're growing and stuff and we talk uh mm-hmm. we talked pretty recently so oh you did okay uh, all right so there yeah. is, there is a
0: communication yeah. coming from george holland and the almond farms okay
1: yeah yeah no most definitely so he's he's well well aware of uh everything that goes on and stuff so yeah um he's gonna be i think i think he's gonna be at oakland and san diego and a couple of the east coast ones so, oh wow okay um, all right yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Okay. i've never seen george holland <laughs> i've never <laughs> seen well, he, him
1: well he's been coming to a lot of the races i think you just have him into our pits
0: maybe not maybe i need to come by yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah uh, I'd be remiss to, before we let you go on the show to talk about the seven deuce dudes, we touched on his injury early on, mm-hmm. but, uh, a Ray was telling me like, he's like, bro, you would not believe the fans this guy has. And and we know that a little bit. He's got his rap stuff and he's very popular and he's a good dude. But I think even Alex Ray was like the autograph signings for this guy is ridiculous. Um, it's talk about yeah. that a little bit. Yeah.
1: So it is insane. He, last weekend in St. Louis, he flew out just to do some media stuff and um, we ran out of posters for him because he stayed so late. And then we had some still on the rig from his last year's posters. We gave him those and he ran out of those. (laughs) It is insane. The line grows for him. Um, We walk through the airport and there's people that want his picture. I cannot believe the amount of fans this guy has and, the great part about it is he's genuine. Yeah. He uh, likes every one of his fans. He'll take the time for everyone. Um, so it's not some BS stuff that he does. He genuinely enjoys you know, what he's doing, and the person he is is 110% real.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, his fan lines get out of control, though. There's a lot of rapping. There's a lot of singing <laughs> and a lot of yelling.
0: Uh, a lot of hugs. Something a lot up. of hugs. I tell people he'll hug you. He'll hug you if for you want. sure, yeah. for
1: sure, for sure. Um,
0: but that is one of the reasons why, like, like his results didn't match match up to A Ray and Kyle's. But as a team nope. owner, that's what caught your eye. Is is and that's what you're ultimately doing is getting eyeballs on H uh, E P Suzuki, and he helps that, and that's the reason why he's still there, right?
1: Well, that and, you know, we also like to work with Adam, too. Right. Um, he's a good guy, and, you know, he's someone that we want to invest our money in, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to see do better. So, um, yeah, it's not only just media presence. We we think he's a lot better than his three main events he did last year. That mm-hmm. was, you know, we weren't very happy with that, and I don't think he was either. Yep. Um, he's put in a ton of work. He looks way skinnier. He's way more fit. Um, I'm just hoping when he's healthy, he's able to show that off, which, shoot, it's going to be tough. There's so many good guys this year, but uh, I hope his hard work doesn't go unnoticed, um, and it hasn't to us. So, um, yeah, we love his media, we love his personality, and we love the guy he is, so we want to go racing with him.
0: But that's important, like, you look at the guys from 15th to 30th, and, and like... I've interviewed some of them, and I'm just like, there, uh, you know, there's nothing. To st- yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's more than results this in this sport, unless you're Eli Tomac or Jason Anderson or whoever. Like, you got to do something, and Adam has got that part down, and he's re- he's being rewarded for it, and I say good for him.
1: Right, right. I think you know, shoot, if you're 18th to 20th place to a 20th place guy, and your social media isn't doing very much, and you don't post, you're probably not going to get hired just yeah. because you're not able to say as a team per per perspective for us, I can't, you know, show them the metrics and show them the amount of people that we reach and say, Hey, here's how I impact your company. Yeah, And I, and I'm able to do that with Adam. So that's a, that's a very big tool for us. Um, you know, we are able to show the sponsors that we do have a reach to them and we are pulling, mm-hmm. you know, a certain amount of fans and a certain amount of potential people that will buy their products. So um, yeah, that's pretty yeah. big for us with Adam.
0: I have a, I had a team owner tell me he, he has a one guy on his team that, uh, isn't, hasn't been the most successful the last couple of years, but he gets, mm-hmm. a, he has a big social media following. And, and meanwhile, their star does no social media or doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. And, and they, and he's telling me like, dude, look at, this is important. Look at, look at the followers this guy has. Look at the interaction this guy has. Look at the people mm-hmm. that like this guy. You know, I mean, while my star guy, I can't get him to do anything. I can't get him to post mm-hmm. a thing. You know, that's important. That's, that's important nowadays. So, I, I mean, you can, you and I are older, you know, I'm much older than you and we can shake our head and say, that's, that's disgusting. But as in 2020, <laughs> that's actually like a real matter of fact now, like that, 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 ha- that happens.
1: No, I think it is, especially now because, you know, businesses are being more frugal and uh, with their money, right. And how they invest things and they want to see that return other than just say, Hey, let's stick three stickers on here and yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah, Right yeah. now. They're like, what do we get for this? And you have to show them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think not being involved with your fans and having a good social and being able to reach people. I think, uh, I think it hurts you a ton unless you're going out there and getting on the podium.
0: FXR Racing, Racetech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast. I want to thank FXR and Racetech for supporting so many privateers. The, the Racetech guys uh, are a big part of the uh, FXR Chaparral Yamaha team, or Honda team. Chaparral Yamaha, that's, that's my team I worked on. Uh, Chaparral Honda team, a uh, big part of that with, with the Racetech guys and the FXR, so there's a lot of synergy there. Um, Pipes, it'd be sweet if you got all three guys in the main event, huh?
1: I didn't hear you. You oh. kind of cut out, Steve.
0: It'd be sweet if you got all three guys in the main event.
1: Uh, yeah, we 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 would definitely love that. We <laughs> want to see that most weekends, starting this weekend. <laughs> did, it
0: ha- did it happen last year? Did did the ones that Seven Deuce make? Did the other two Yahoos make it?
1: Uh, yes. Okay. Houston, Yeah. Um, another one in Vegas.
0: Right. So that's that's awesome for you. For right. sure. Right.
1: And then our first year um, in Boston, we had me, Henry Miller. Cunningham and Cedric all made all make the main in Boston. So that was pretty big for us too.
0: Yeah. Picking up Cedric was huge for you after, after Hanny's team left him. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Excited not to show up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was a good move by you guys for sure. You definitely, you definitely got some love out of that. That was a, that was a nice move. I forgot about that. So, yeah. Uh, well, Hey Dustin, thanks for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. I think, uh, I think you educated our listeners a little bit on team ownership and expectations and, and your lineup for this year and all the, th- the decisions that went into it, man, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. If you're in Vegas, come by for the Pulp Show sometime. So,
1: Most definitely. Most definitely.
0: Uh, thanks for doing this, man, and good luck this weekend.
1: All right. Hey, thanks, Steve. See you see, see this weekend.